Apple invented personal computing, and Macintosh represents a major breakthrough in computer technology. Never before has there been a computer so powerful and yet so easy to use at such an affordable price. But Macintosh is more than just another personal computer. Based on revolutionary Lisa technology, it sets a new standard. A standard that'll set the pace for the entire personal computer industry. Hello and welcome to Colcast Best 30 Plus Minute Apple Conversation. You're going to hear all week long. I'm your host, Airfon Elijah. Joining me today, I heard he's attached two of those beer holders and those long tube straws to his bicycle helmet. We'll probably be hearing a bit about it on a future under review. Leander Caney is here. <laughs> You put that on right about now, aren't you? Good <laughs> yeah, that right, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Also with us, he's got two golden ears and one heck of a good goatee. Lewis Wallace is here. Oh man, yeah. Hi. God, it's great to be ha- back. You still have that goatee, don't you? Sure do. How, how long have you had that goatee? Has it been like twenty years? Oh God, yeah, thirty. <laughs> thirty. You've had that most goatee people for th- listening to the show. I have a friend who uh, who's had a beard ever since I known him, and, and and then one day he I don't know remember why he shaved it off. Maybe it was for like November or something, and he looked like a thirty year old baby. He has like the most baby face I've ever seen. Is that kind of what you have going for you, Lewis? Is just just like a giant baby face? Yeah, you can't uh, get it, served at bars without it. It's hilarious when you've had a beard for a while and you shave it off for whatever reason. Yeah, Uh, it looks like you got no chin whatsoever. (laughs) It looks like somebody just you know took a photo and erased your chin. (laughs) Um, Have you ever seen that movie Nothing But Trouble with Chevy Chase? Nope. Oh man, you know what? Never mind. Even if you had seen it, you would not remember that you'd seen it. (laughs) Accurate. I I was I was gonna make a great movie reference, but about this giant man, maybe. But but now I can't because you haven't seen any of the movies, any of the classics. How have I seen that movie and you haven't? That probably came out when when you were in your prime, taking the ladies to the movie theaters. Oh, (laughs) good one. Yeah. (laughs) And today and every day uh, hereafter. Yeah, you're still there. We got it. Okay, look. TC dropped a wonderful gift on us this afternoon because he knew we were getting ready to record and he was just sitting in this chair tapping his fingertips together going, I got a great gift for them, y'all. I got a great gift. <laughs> it's the iPhone SE. It came out today as predicted uh, in Cultcast 434, as Lewis pointed out before we started recording, by the mysterious John Prosser, who actually got this one right. He got the exact day right. And uh, that's good because he's he's uh, he's proven himself in the in the gauntlet of Apple analysts, the great gauntlet of Apple analysts, where where boys become men, <laughs> where 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 Ming Chi's become Ming Chi's two He's proven himself to be someone that we might be able to rely on, and he's got another story here that shares some more information on some more products that might be coming out. So. Uh, we will be looking forward to sharing that with you. We're going to talk all about the iPhone SE. I think this phone is borderline astonishing, and I think Leander Kinney is going to agree with me <laughs> on that. And uh, we, we also have an update on the Apple Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro. Uh, we also have a big story from Bloomberg about all of the different hardware that Apple is working on, including uh, new iPhones, including a new HomePod Mini. 
<laughs> baby. You know I'm excited for that, including AirTags, including a MacBook Pro, Apple TV. The list goes on and on. We'll tell you what we know. And air power wireless charging. You thought it was dead? No, no. Oh, no. It's on its way back. And it looks like TC has personally pulled out his soldering iron and fixed all the problems with this, this device. <laughs> and it may be releasing sooner rather than later with some new technology worked in. We will talk about that as well. Before we dive in, let me say thank you to Squarespace for supporting this episode. Let me say thank you to Squarespace for supporting this episode. If you need a website, head on over to squarespace.com forward slash cultcast. They make it so easy to get a website up quickly. You can have one up in minutes if you don't want to customize everything, anything. They have all these, these beautiful templates that are easy to easy to uh, to uh, to launch and easy to customize if you choose to do so, and they are extraordinarily powerful. You can integrate them with all these different services to help you run your website or add new features. It's all drag and drop. It's actually incredible. I have a developer background. The things you're able to do without actually having to touch any code. I mean, th these are things that you would have had to pay a developer tons of cash to do. You would have been waiting around. You would have had to help them customize it to your tastes and now you can just do it all for for, for by yourself without having to wait and, uh, and and you could have a website up in no time at all that's why I always tell people check out Squarespace if you need a website and Squarespace is I believe they are our longest running sponsor I know they sponsor a lot of creative content which I appreciate and they help make what we do possible so if you need a website, please go check them out, squarespace.com forward slash cultcast. Sign up for the free trial, build a website, see how you like it. And if you like what you have at the end of the trial, use code cultcast at checkout to save 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace.com forward slash cultcast. Let's just dive right into this first story. 2020 iPhone SE combines a familiar face with new technology for $399. There was another headline on <clears throat> Cult of Mac. Did I have this up? Um... No, shoot. It was an even better headline than this. Just basically talking about how you're getting all the best technology for one. It's dirt cheap. It's a dirt cheap price. I mean, $399 for an iPhone. I don't believe there's ever been a cheaper iPhone than this. And I don't believe there's ever been. In fact, I know with certainty there has never been a better budget iPhone ever made ever in the history of iPhones. Here's what you get. Here are the two marquee features that you get with the iPhone SE. You get speed and you get the camera that you would want to have. So it has the A13 Bionic, which is the same chip found in the flagship iPhone 11 series, which is crazy. That for, is crazy, for isn't it? Is that flagship? Less than half the price. CPU. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to the uh, the A13 chip. You get a 4.7-inch Retina HD display with True Tone technology. You get a 12-megapixel rear-facing camera with a 1.8 aperture. Now, they don't tell us which camera uh, this iPhone is from, but, but Apple did say it's the best single-camera system yet. So that would lead me to believe that it's probably the current-generation um, medium telephoto camera that they've used here, but I would have to check into that. I mean, if they call it the best single-camera system yet, it has to be that one. They can't put an older camera in if they're going to call it the best camera yet. So just based on those two things, I mean, I think Apple struck an absolute, absolute masterful balance of features here. Everything else 
in this phone is based on iPhone 8. It's the, it's, it's the exact same chassis. It has the exact same touch ID. It has the exact same screen technology. But all of that stuff is fine. In fact, there are some days that I miss Touch ID because in some ways I feel like it's better than Face ID and it's faster for sure. And so if you want a no-nonsense phone that's small, because this is now Apple's smallest phone, you can get this phone with, with the, the most current chip, the most current, I think the most current camera for $399. And if you want to upgrade the storage to 128 gigs, you can do that for just an extra 50 bucks at 449 or if you want to go to 256 it's only 549 it's uh it's uh water resistant just like the iPhone uh 10R the iPhone 10 the iPhone 8 uh and the 7 it has an IP67 rating which means it can be submerged in a maximum depth of 1 meter of water for 30 minutes i mean as far as budget goes as far as budget phones go is there anything else you could possibly want? Oh, I forgot. Wi-Fi 6, Gigabit LTE. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else could you possibly want? You would have to be an unreasonable person to demand anything more than this for just $400. <laughs> In fact, if, if, you, if you told me you wanted more, I wouldn't take you seriously, but if I realized you were being serious, I would remove my glove and I would strike you across your face. <laughs> and I'd never talk to you again. Very deserved. How do you feel, how do you feel about that sentiment? <laughs> yeah, very deserved. It's quite strong. I see people complaining though, about uh, Android phones, about how oh, it compares to Android phones. Yeah, me a br- of, course, of course people are complaining. Of course, people are complaining. Are you saying they're they're saying that Android phones are better for the price? I think someone did a couple of comparisons. I can't. Rem- I, I don't remember the. De- I, don't, I don't know if I actually looked into the details yet. But they uh, like the Pixel. I think the Pixel Four is that right? Yeah. And how it, uh, it didn't compare. It compared, you know, only marginally favorably to that. I think so. Some people were saying, but you know, that's an Android phone. It runs Android. What do you want to do? You know, you're paying the for, for an Apple phone. It's yeah. a it's a super. It's a bargain. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Yeah, I, I don't want an Android phone, but Google's Android phones are actually really good. So. The hardware's nice, but you know you got to deal with the you know the the, the the operating system and then all the you know the the, the malware that's in the um, Google Play Store and <laughs> and, the, and the constant updates and all that kind of stuff. The security problems, blah blah blah. Well, the one thing I really like about about Android and the Google Play Store is: Have you ever been scrolling through? Uh, the the app store and you're like where are all the great fart apps there's none <laughs> it's like apple's team has just curated them all away <laughs> and there's only like apps that will help you watch movies or be productive or take better pictures but in the google play store it's like there's probably at least 200 different fart apps at all different prices and only half of them will like hijack your back banking data as you're using them <laughs> yeah. so there's none of that in the Apple Store. I mean, where's the fun? It's like it's like Tim Cook removed all the fun from the App Store, you know? Right. Yeah, Tim. So there is that. You got better write him a shop later. Uh, I'll send him a text later on. Because I know he's a big fan of fart apps. You wouldn't have guessed that, but yeah, he, he loves them. He giggles every time I set mine off. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, not only is this a great phone, but it's a great phone for the current time. Wouldn't you say, Lewis? Oh, I would say this is the absolute. I mean, it's almost like I, I don't. I mean, it's total coincidence, but you know, perfect timing for the release of this phone. Just perfect. Why, why do you say? Why would you <laughs> say that? Well, I don't know if you've noticed this little uh, 
coronavirus lockdown we got going on. Have you? Have yeah. you guys? Is either of you guys even noticed that? Or I have noticed. There's a lot of people that are just constantly around my house now. I was wondering because I'm always here anyway. You know. Really? Like your family? But now it seems like, like everyone else is here. Like right. yeah. <laughs> I keep looking around. I'm like, what, do you, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. They haven't been gone in weeks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I wrote this little post uh, why it's just like the perfect phone for the rotten time, right? Uh, and I think it is perfect because the price is perfect, you know, as you're saying, super cheap. And, you know, this, let's just be honest. This is a time when people are a little bit worried about their finances, right? A lot of people are unemployed all of a sudden. Nobody would have could have guessed this uh, a month ago, or six weeks, whatever. I, I've lost all track of time at this point. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I, so I was looking at, at the way Apple kind of pitched this thing, and you know, they they actually in their press release about the uh, new phone, they they pointed out like, oh, you know, if you want to know more about it, call our support, and if you order it, you get free no contact home delivery. I'm like, you know, it's almost like this thing is tailor-made for the, this time where nobody can leave their house, you know? And it's got all the features you need to, to get through this, you know? It's got a great camera, you know? Of course, you know, everybody's FaceTiming more than ever and taking pictures of their, you know, they just learned how to make bread. So how many pictures of bread have you seen on Instagram in the past week? Um, <laughs> if, I mean, I've seen none, but... Uh, really? <laughs> Did you say you've seen none? No, not a single... No, I, yeah, that would have been a great <laughs> joke, actually. But uh, no, I said none. Uh, I wish I had said none because that would have yeah. been a lot funnier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you do happen to venture out of your house, this thing's got Touch ID, which you know probably let's just face it, probably works better than Face ID when you're wearing a mask. It's got Apple Pay, so you don't have to touch a filthy money. It's got uh, you know if you buy the red one, it, they're even donating money to the COVID nineteen response global funds. You know. Yeah fund against you know fighting this so um comes with a free year of apple tv plus which you know after you've watched everything on netflix you can move along to apple tv plus <laughs> uh and of course it's gonna be yeah good. there's like a whole week and a half of content on there yeah it, it's it's gonna be good for uh you know contact tracing just like any other phone right but uh you, you know i i don't know i i, I personally think it, it's almost like a gift that they released this thing in the middle of this. I mean, I saw some people like, oh, well, you know, Apple released a new phone in the middle of a pandemic. Can you believe it? I'm like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes people drop their phones. Sometimes people need a new phone for whatever reason. It's, it's more important than ever right now, I think. So anyway, that was my, well, that was my thinking. That's a good point, though. The t I mean, the timing was really surprising because that, that was the thing that surprised me the most was, you know, they're releasing it now. Wouldn't you know? I would have thought that their financial planners would have cautioned against it, and you know they 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 they, they sit on it. But you know, saying that, how when would they release it? You know, is it, are things going to be changed, turned around in in a month, in two months, three months? I think there's a good chance that maybe they're not. They're offering uh, you know monthly plans. I mean, if you trade in a, an old phone, you can get, you can get a phone for uh, 954 a month or in it without a trade in 1662 a month. I mean, that's granted if if you have zero income right now, that's not something you want to tack on. But, you know, if I was uh if I was for instance to walk outside and drop my phone on the ground and destroy it, <laughs> I I this is probably what I would buy right now. And and it's not like they're going to stop selling this in six months. I mean, how long has, has the previous iPhone SE been on sale? Ages, right? So, you know, this is just going to be the entry-level phone. And it, it's, 
it'll probably be around for a couple of years, right? I mean, I, I don't I don't think there was any point in them delaying it. I don't I, I don't know. I some of the things I read made it sound almost like it was in poor taste to even you know do anything that you know smacks of trying to make oh, a profit. Oh, spare me! Come on. I know, I agree. Well, what are we all supposed to do? Just sit around and not do anything until everything is back to normal? It's like what are these companies supposed to do? Right. Well, just pay their employees and not sell anything. I'll bet that may that may be another thing. You know, I I would. I was, you know, I was thinking about T- Tim Cook sitting around with his, you know, has these big meetings and have all these financial planners, and they definitely kind of game this stuff out, right? They're looking at, you know, macroeconomic sort of situation and, and, and you know, household budgets and stuff like that. So, but I'm wondering whether, you know, maybe it was already locked in, and they couldn't, you know, and and sort of and pushing it out would have just have cost them more because you've got to think about the whole, you know, the 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 the, um, the production lines that must have been set up months ago. There must be warehouses full of these things. I mean, all the logistics to get these things all over the world is such a huge operation that, you know, it might have just caused more headaches to cancel it or to delay it than it would have done just to go ahead and take, you know, bite the bullet now for a few months until things, the economy starts to turn around. I wonder if the current situation affected the prices at all. Like if they were going to have the phone be more expensive, but decided just to bring it at four at three ninety nine because of everything that's going on, you know? Possibly too, yeah, maybe. Yeah. The, the three hundred nine price reminds me. Do you remember the, when the uh, when the phone first came out back in you know two thousand seven? That yeah. wasn't that the original price for the original phone, and people lost their minds about it <laughs> because. Oh, I thought it was more than that. I, I, I seem to remember four hundred bucks, and I can't remember, but uh, I seem to remember that was the original price. But that was at a time when carriers were given a, when most phones were free with a plan, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fact that you know the idea that Apple was going to charge for it was. Uh, just you know, so alien to everyone's experience that they thought that they would never sell any. That was um, you know Steve Barmer's uh, criticism of it, wasn't it? He's like, people are going to pay four hundred dollars for a phone. I think it was no four ninety nine without a keyboard. Yeah. It doesn't support right. Microsoft Office. Right. Yeah, four ninety nine. But then they dropped it pretty soon after that, right? But then they dropped it a few months later. Right. But then Steve Jobs dropped the price, everybody. didn't he? Went to juice it. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what they dropped it to, but you know, part of me thinks that maybe I should get one. If I didn't need the wide-angle camera on my iPhone 11 Pro, I would seriously consider getting one of these next just to give it a shot because it has all the basic features that you need. And the two most important things to me, a high-quality camera and the uh, 813 Bionic chip. And what more than that do you really need? I think that you could probably be really happy with this phone. I mean, I had the iPhone XR and I loved that phone and it didn't have, have an OLED display. So, well, people, but I won't what because about the, I want the wide-angle camera. What about the size? Do you like the size of it? People were complaining about the size. People were disappointed that it was, it's not small. It's too you know, big. Like a four-inch screen rather than a 4.7. Yeah. Yeah. I like larger displays, so for me, that's kind of a plus. I think four inches is too small. No, actually, I've known people who like the old iPhone SE size, and that was the main drawing card. So yeah, those people are going to be disappointed that this one's bigger. But you know, at least it's at least it's smallish, right? I mean, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not the the. I mean, I I like the small phones too. I mean, I I, I kind of wish they would have released it in the old chassis, but uh, you know. It's got it's got all these features, right? So I don't know. I, I you know the same thing happened when their phone came when when the SE came out. What? What now? Sorry, Lewis, your internet is so bad we can barely even hear anything that you're saying. It's just like you're you're delayed like two or three seconds, and all it's like, it's like that scene in Wayne's World where he's trying to order donuts. You know, he's like. Ah. 
that's all we hear, except they're spaced apart like a second or two. Leon, are you hearing the same thing? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I could hear just enough to kind of string it together to, just to, to try to guess what he was saying. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I'm the, like sitting here like with my eyes squinted, like listening as intently <laughs> as I can to try to figure so out to decode what you're saying. Screen. Disappointed. Oh, yeah, okay. So Your internet was so good, and it's taken a big, fat dump. I don't know what it's happened. It's possible that, uh, you know, somebody else in the f- house is now using something. <laughs> How much of this are you going to have to cut out? Like, uh, 10 minutes of this episode, you have to cut out. No, no. See, it's fine, because your recording will is being recorded on your side. So, uh, I can still use it. It's just, it's just that we can't hear what you're saying, and so we don't know when to begin talking, because we don't know if you've stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's that's for me because there's just because it's just going silent so often that like when you stop I'm like is he done I don't know if he's done ah uh, well and then we start talking over each other because like there's a huge delay you know yeah I'll, sh- I'll shut up now <laughs> <laughs> uh let's uh, let's do this why don't we just hop into this Bloomberg story where uh we can talk about the phones because Lewis you're gonna tell us about the new iPhones. And then I'll jump into this HomePod Mini, and uh, we can wrap up with the Air Power Matt story. So let's do that. So let's let's. Why don't you just go ahead? Tell us about the new iPhones via this Bloomberg story that came out this week, because it's looking like we're going to have some very uh, sensual, sexy new iPhones coming up that are going to look just like the iPad Pro, which is going to be reminiscent of the iPhone 5 design, which is one of my favorite designs ever. So take it away, Lewis. Whenever you hear me, seconds from now, just take it away. <laughs> Check, 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 check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bloomberg reported earlier this week that as many as four new iPhone models will include 5G technology. And uh, at least two of them redesigned with the flat stainless steel edges, uh, like the iPhone 5 you're talking about, uh, and a flat screen with no notch at the top of the screen. No notch. Wow. Anyway, this uh, this design is supposed to look a little no bit notch. like the... Uh, Latest iPads, iPad Pro, I think, actually. Um, These rumors of the new iPhones mirror reports from the famous Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo that some of the 2020 iPhones will include that square-edge stainless steel frame that we all know and love. Uh, The Bloomberg story also coincides with another report from last July of Apple phasing out the iPhone screen cutout. so, you know, what we've mostly heard is that it, the notch is going to be smaller, not that it's going to disappear this year. Um, but it also points toward the, – this rumor also points to having the 3D camera on the back of the phone. Let's see. Uh, three cameras on the back. On the higher ones, the iPhone Pro models, three cameras, while the lower-end phones will continue to have two cameras, as with the current lineup. The top-tier phones will also include that 3D LiDAR sensor, like on the latest iPad Pro. Uh, This story says that the highest-end iPhone will have an even larger screen than the current Max, Uh, most likely 6.7 inches instead of 6.5. Not a gigantic difference, but still. Um... All the phones are huge. It's even <laughs> it's bigger. Huger than ever. Uh, all the phones are also planned to include a significant upgrade to the processor with an emphasis on speeding up artificial intelligence and our <clears throat> augmented reality tasks. So all this, you know, 
the, the timeline and all this is still a little fuzzy, you know, because of disruptions with the coronavirus. But obviously, Apple can still get devices out. I mean, we saw that today. Um, some of these phones might be released, you know, weeks later than normal. But, uh, you know, the, the plan or the, you know, right now, the thinking is it's still going to be in the fall window, the typical kind of fall window that we're all used to. Um, Apple hasn't informed suppliers of any significant delays, and its engineers are expected to travel to China and finalize product designs in May. They'll be in uh, full hazmat suits, of course, when they uh, <laughs> when they go there. Full uh, Apple designed like white hazmat suits. It's going to be exactly like uh, when they brought that Intel guy up on stage, right? It's going to be those uh, those same Apple hazmat suits <laughs> that they wear when they make the Intel chips. Tim Cook saved them. It's a good thing he saved those because they're going to need them for their engineers going to China. Okay, Lewis, I think that was all of it, right? Was that it? Was that everything? That's everything about the phones that we know. I mean, uh, as far as I know, you know, 5G, four new 5G iPhones coming this fall. Great. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm so ready. My, my palate is, it's been wet to talk about the HomePod Mini. Oh, I know. I know. I love the HomePods. I have two stereo HomePods sitting right in front of me. Although, I will say, as great as they sound, and they do sound so tight, just uh, balanced and beautiful. One one thing that you said, Lewis, in fact, it's probably one of the truest things that's ever been said on this show, <laughs> was they sound a little shrill. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes when I hear them, if I'm listening to something that has a lot of uh, instruments that, that could come off as high-pitched, you're right. They do sound a little shrill on the top end. It's like they just needed to really smooth that out, and they didn't. And sometimes that shrillness just hits my ear, and I just say, oh, that Lewis, he was right. He was absolutely right about that. Anyway, I love the HomePods. We have some major updates coming to the HomePod lineup. And if you're a HomePod fan, these are going to be welcome changes. So first off, so first off according to Bloomberg, um, they're saying that smaller, cheaper HomePods are coming in the second half of 2020. So they're supposed to be about half the size of the current HomePods. They don't say anything about price, but I was just thinking. So the current price of HomePod, I think, is still $350, but you see them on sale all the time for $200. I, I think they're at Best Buy probably every month. They do a sale on them at either $250 or, or $200. So if, if you're putting the regular HomePods on sale for 200 or 250 like what could the starting price be? Lander, what, what would you think? The starting price on a HomePod mini, the, uh, the half-size, pint-size HomePod, like what do, you, what do you think, like 150 maybe 200 <laughs> I think uh, it's been smoking too much... Uh... <laughs> too much weight. It's going to be 200 I think. I'll bet. Because Apple pricing, I mean, if they were going to be competitive, I guess they'd have to get it down to like near 100 but I, that's not going to happen. I, I, I would guess, yeah. you know, what, 200 Yeah, the Echo Studio is, is 200 Now, I don't think the Echo Studio sounds as good as the HomePod does. In fact, I did a comparison on my YouTube channel a little while ago. And the, the HomePod Studio or the Echo Studio is a, is a nice product, but it feels like it was slapped together with off-the-shelf components, whereas the HomePod, it feels like it was designed in the legendary design lab with, you know, uh, Johnny Ive patting his brow with like a white 
uh, cloth as he as he sweats and perspired over the design of the HomePod, <laughs> and it has seven custom tweeters. I mean, everything about it is custom, and it sounds that way when you listen to it. It sounds like it was designed by a, some type of audio artisan, and that's not what what the home or the echo studio sounds like. So I think you're right. I think it's going to come in at 200 bucks. You think it's going to sound any good if it's smaller? It, I think it will sound good. It won't sound as good as the home pods for sure, but I, I kind of hope they iron out that shrillness that Lewis mentioned. But uh, regardless, one of the big things they need to do, and it seems like Apple is, has acknowledged this and is going to make this change is they need to open up. They need to freaking open up the home pod to other music streaming services. That has always been the huge Achilles heel of HomePod. I get what Apple was trying to do. They wanted to push Apple Music and so they thought it would be they thought it would be apropos to lock HomePod to their service, but that was a really bad decision because Apple is dabbling in in the platform. Well, how do I say this? So so Apple normally keeps all their stuff locked down, right? But but part of the expectation of selling a smart speaker is that your smart speaker is going to be compatible with the plethora of services that that are out there. And this is one of the things that, that Amazon does so well is they want their products to be a platform that other people can build on. And Apple doesn't, doesn't necessarily like to do that, uh, at least as much as Apple. And so with, with Amazon, you can integrate all these different services with your Echo and and use them with those services and you can't with HomePod. Well, now you'll be able to use your HomePod with Spotify, with, I don't know, maybe Tidal or something. I don't know what other music services are out there. It seems like there's Tidal. really only Apple Music and Spotify. Oh, Amazon point. Music and... Oh, right, that's right. That's the other Google has a so, music service too. Because if you're going to sell... If you want to sell the HomePod as a smart speaker... It can't just work with Apple's services. That's that's not what people want. So it seems like Apple's going to be making that change. Now, what we don't know, is Apple only going to be making that change on this new smaller HomePod, or are they going to be making the change on, on all the HomePods? What's interesting about this story is uh, in the last HomePod update, 9to5Mac... <sighs> 9to5Mac. <laughs> I hate to even say their name on this show. <laughs> I can barely get it out. I can barely even get it out. You know what I th- you know what I think about those guys over nine to five Mac, but the story is important. So they discovered that the OS on HomePod was potentially changed from iOS, which is what it was running before, to TV OS, which is interesting. Now we don't know why Apple made that change, but perhaps they're laying the groundwork to open up more. Well, to, to, to open up more services that can be used with the HomePod. Maybe not. I'm just speculating huh. here. But they did make some underground changes to HomePod recently. And so I think they're going to make this change across all the HomePods because you can't just make this change to the, the half-sized HomePod and, and then say, oh, sorry, you bought the original HomePod. You're screwed. I don't think they're going to be making any changes to the original HomePod for a while. You think they might keep it's the original a, one around? It sounds like these smaller ones could be like satellites. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be portable. Uh-huh. Oh. Good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, if they're going to be half the size of the current HomePod, they're going to be they're going to be pretty small. You can carry them around. I mean, that, sound, that sounds that like the Wonder Boom, sense, right? Actually. It sounds like the Wonder Boom. Yeah. Because the Wonder Boom oh, looks like a like mini. Oh, you mean like if they'll, have, they'll run on batteries? Yeah. 
Why not? Gotcha. I mean, that's that's what I would do. I mean, it, it, first off, if, if it's half the size of a regular HomePod and you have a plug sticking out of it, <laughs> it's, it's going to be kind of weird. I don't know. I, I imagine that it's going to look a little, you know, the, the, unbalanced. If they were yeah. going to do it, they they if they're going to do it right, I think they should make it small, portable. Uh, let it charge wirelessly, like an Apple Watch or uh, anything else. You know, you just set it on the new Air Power that's supposedly coming, or whatever. So you don't have to like constantly plug it in and futz around with that. Um, and I, I like that point you make about uh, you know the HomePod running on. Uh, TVOS and and I never that's a good theory you know that maybe that's to make it easier for them to uh, work with other streaming services or something I mean although I, mean, I don't know how necessary that is but it's an interesting idea I I I, I mean and that's been rumored that they're going to do that right and it's absolutely true that they need to do it if they want these devices to uh, be widely successful I think so because <laughs> I can't have my HomePods play music directly from Spotify right now and I can do that with my Echo which is really nice. I can just set Spotify as my default music streaming service. And with the HomePod, I have to airplay everything. Like, look, that's not that huge of a hassle, but it's kind of a hassle yep. because I can't, I can't bark out song requests to my HomePods and have it misunderstand and play completely different <laughs> songs that I didn't want it to play anyway. Yeah, a favorite. <laughs> and uh, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting to have that experience, you know, so... So, yeah, I, I like your idea about the magnetic base or the wireless base. I was thinking that exact same thing once I realized what you were saying is you could have a wireless charger that the HomePod, I'm calling it the HomePod Mini. I don't know what they're going to call it. Probably the HomePod Mini since TC listens to this show and takes a lot of cues from it. <laughs> and then you set it down on the magnetic or the, I can call it the magnetic base, the uh, wireless base. And then when you want, you can just take it and go. That makes a lot of sense, Lewis. A whole lot of sense. More sense than you should be making. Well, you know, like all good ideas, it's stolen. I mean, that's how Logitech <laughs> makes uh, their higher end, uh, well, higher end boom and mega oh, boom. Really? Yeah, they they you know they come with an optional wireless charging base, so you know you can just set it on there and you pick it up and take it. You don't have to. I mean, again, oh my God, I I uh, I hate to have to plug in something, right? I mean, but. The bottom line is, as things get easier and wireless charging gets more widespread, I mean, I mean, th th those those things require a, a specific type of wireless base. It, it would be awesome if they could make it so that it just works on any Qi charger. Think about that; that would be sweet. Right? Yeah, that's a great idea. That would be cool, but then you'd have a style mismatch, so they would never do that. <laughs> There's going to be some kind of custom if they do a custom base. It's going to be some kind of like Apple design, you know, proprietary base like the Apple Watch, <laughs> Apple Watch charger. They're not going to just let you slap this thing on any old uh, wireless charger and then have it explode, you know, an hour later. <laughs> okay, look, we've we've um, we've flogged this one uh, too long, and there's nothing left of it. So let me <laughs> let me carry on and just mention Apple Tags is is still in the works. Um, the Bloomberg rep report confirms that Apple is working on Apple Tags. They're also working on a new version of the MacBook Pro, a new Apple TV, refreshed budget iPads, and a new iMac. I hope they're talking about the iMac Pro because that thing hasn't been updated since December of 2018, maybe 2017, although I think it's 2018. So those things are getting real old and I would love to see a refresh of those as well. So clearly lots of products 
in the works and unfortunately we don't have release dates or more information on any of this other stuff but we know that tc he's down there like he, like i said with his soldering iron and he has one of those apple design masks so the sparks don't hit him in the face <laughs> right when he's soldering stuff and he's down there personally designing apple's next series of products so that's how you know it's going to be real good y'all okay let's wrap up with this air power wireless charging pad story so I know we all thought this was dead and uh, never to return, but apparently <laughs> T- TC, he's figured out a way to integrate the A11, the A11 chip into the air power charging mat, and that has allowed them to resurrect this design from the dead, and this report comes from John Proster, as we mentioned earlier, who got the uh, the date of the iPhone SE 2 that we talked about earlier exactly right, so maybe this guy does have some inside knowledge, and he was saying that Apple is working on a totally redesigned wireless charging pad with the ability to route power to exact areas that the power needs to go, which will prevent overheating. And uh, I guess it can, it can dynamically route power to the coils that are within the pad, which if you'll remember the problem with the previous, uh, well, with the pad that was never released is the, the pads would, would overheat because all the uh, rings are overlapped on top of one another so that you can place a device anywhere on the charging mat and have it, and have it charge. I don't know how necessary this is. I mean, you guys have used wireless charging pads before. Like, how hard is it to place your device on it? It's not. You set it down, and it's like, boom, Depends I'm charging on Well, the pad. no, you always have to go, you know, uh, start hunting around to find the sweet spot before it, before it works. And, and half the time, uh, it looks like it's charging, and it's actually not. You don't find out until really? the morning. Really? Because I have a, a bunch of charging pads from Belkin, and there's no sweet spot. You just lay the thing down, and it charges. You just toss it from the other side of the room, and... <laughs> yeah, I can literally throw my phone across the room and it will land on the charging mat. <laughs> At an and angle then, and, and it's still... <laughs> and it charges within 30 minutes. It's 100% full. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Well, no, I always have problems with it. Always. Always, always got to go hunting for that, huh. for that spot. Yeah, I've never had to find the sweet spot, so to, so to speak. It's, it's the but worst thing the about ch- wireless the air charging. Power, like, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. That, and it's slow. And it seems like, well, well, I don't know, the air power thing, it seems like an easy solution. You, just, you bung a load of different, you know, if you bung a whole bunch of coils in, and then mm-hmm. you could just throw it on, and it, it'll, you know, it'll it'll more than likely uh, land on, right on top of one coil. But do you think the air power is really like supplying power to all sixteen coils in its, you know, array? And that's and then it was like, you know, t- cooking your phone. <laughs> like I can't. I believe have it. no idea how it was supposed to work, but that seemed to be overheating was the problem. So it seemed to be like it was unable to dynamically manage how or which coils were getting the power. Huh. But that seems, and now it can. Yeah, it seems like a really simple solution. And you think I'm surprised they hadn't thought of it before? <laughs> you know? Well, you had the solution the whole time. All they needed to do was ask you. <laughs> this problem would have been solved. I know. I would have figured it out in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the other thing about this this story that's interesting is John Prosser actually posted a pic of the air power mat. Now this thing was super grainy. It looked like a picture of uh, of one of those. Uh, it's like one of those Bigfoot pictures, <laughs> right? Where you're like, that's not Bigfoot. Some guy in a monkey suit, but but uh, <laughs> it looked like the air power mat to me. I mean, it could have been construction paper with an iPhone laid on top of it, but it looked somewhat real. So it seems like perhaps uh, this thing is um, is on the way, and the uh, the addition of the new A11 chip, I can't imagine, is going to make this device inexpensive. And it, it will probably have it will probably be running like iOS or something. Like this pad will have its own OS that it will it will be running to dynamically. 
route the power to the appropriate rings that when you put your phone down, your phone doesn't start melting liquid hot magma all over your uh, all over your desk and then shoot uh, super hot shrapnel into your face and uh, torso. Because we don't want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No hot (laughs) shrapnel. (laughs) No hot shrapnel. That's the key to a great tech product. And uh, and uh, you you don't want to violate. That's the what's the one cardinal rule of any technology is no hot shrapnel being shot into your torso or or, or groin. And uh, that's the one rule that Samsung can't seem to actually get right. Oh, had to get in the dig. <laughs> oh goodness, that was a little jab to the kidneys there. I think that was a little below the belts. <laughs> All right, well, <clears throat> we, we're going to end on hey. that joke right there because it's not going to get any better than that. Magic what? keyboard. Oh, do we forget the magic yeah. keyboard, Lewis? You're Come right. On, oh my dude. gosh, you're right, uh, Leander. How did you let me forget to work in the magic keyboard? Let's wrap up on this story. It's literally, it's literally two sentences oh my God, long. Lewis, what have you done? <laughs> he was off the I hook. Was like, I was just like halfway out the door. <laughs> just rattle it off real fast, and I'll start the music at the end when you're wrapping up, and we'll just, we'll just head right to the conclusion right from there. Uh, okay, well, uh, Apple released its magic keyboard for the iPad Pro early. Uh, when were we expecting this? In May? Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to launch in May. Did they say when in May? Just always said It was May. supposed to be mid-May. mid-May. I mean, we're... Yeah. Mid-May. We're like a month ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, so a month ahead. And I wonder how they managed to pull that off. But, uh, yeah, it's welcome. Welcome. Um, a welcome little surprise there from TC. Thanks very much, Tim. Uh, it's... Uh, how much is it? $250? $350? for the 11-inch. $349 for the, for the larger for the one, yeah. I actually, yeah, which means plus tax, it's going to be almost $400 for the keyboard for the 13-inch <laughs> right. iPad. Which people are saying, yeah, you know, you could get a, you could get like a whole, you could get like, a, I don't know, like a dozen Android tablets for that money, right? <laughs> you can get an iPhone SE. Yeah, right. <laughs> and be taking computational enhanced HDR for photo- photographs. But, you know, people are, people are waxing so lyrical about how transformative it is to, to use a, an iPad oh, with, a, with okay. a trackpad. All right. We'll see about that. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. Thankfully, uh, one of my, uh, one of our, one of our, one of my one of our listeners and who's become a close personal friend is going to be connecting me with his discount on that, so I can get one without having to drop three hundred and thirty dollars for for the keyboard. I you know honestly I can't imagine it's going to be worth three hundred and thirty dollars. I just don't, I don't buy it. I don't, this is one of the reasons why I have to get one because <laughs> to find I just out don't believe. Worth I don't believe. I don't buy it. Even though I am actually literally going to buy it, I don't buy it. It's going to be worth it. I just I can't imagine it's going to be worth three hundred thirty dollars to me. It feels like it's going to be. Next to the Apple Pencil in my drawer in the next six weeks, but <laughs> right, I'm yeah, try it Apple, out. I've got a couple of Apple Pencils in a drawer too that I've never used. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all Apple Pencils end up. They're all in drawers. All That's actually a funny idea for a for a story. <laughs> okay, well now can we finish, Lewis? Do you mind if we wrap it up there? Uh, sure. Go for it. <laughs> oh, we can't. We can't hear you anyway, so let's just go. I don't know what you just said, but let's go ahead. Let's just go. No, I did. I did. I did that time. Okay. I can hear you uh, coughing up your lung there, too. So I'm uh, sure it's nothing. There for a sec. Have some water. Okay. <laughs> nothing serious. Couldn't be. Okay. That's all the cool casts we have for you guys this week. But hey, if you want to come chat with us about any stories we mentioned on today's show, we would love to hear from you. We're all on Twitter. I'm at Erefon, E-R-F-O-N. Leander is at LK. Lewis is at Lewis Wallace. This has been the Colcast, the best 30 plus minute album conversation you're going to hear all week long. New episodes of the Colcast come out every single Thursday night. 
I want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Nice croissant. Sounds good. Is that what that's called? Glissando? It's probably like glissando. It sounds French. Sounds what? French? I'm pretty sure it's Italian. You you just draw it out like that? It's a continuous slide upward or downward between two notes. Wow. I think you have to admit I've got one of the best glissandos in the biz. (laughs) It's a a, a glissando pro. All right, ready for business. So, first story, who's doing it? (laughs) Great question. Did you look at the show notes? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all iPhone SE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if anyone cares about the iPhone SE, but I think it looks delightful. uh, Okay, let's not talk about it. Because I I just about to give you my opinion. You're about to drop the word astonishing like 14 (laughs) times. Astonishing, 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 astonishing. <laughs> You're just going to see it. You're going to go into some uh, unending loop. We're going to have to hit the reset button. <laughs> Your eyes are going to start twitching. Astonishing, astonishing, astonishing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. But He's anyway. going to blow. <laughs>